بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of surah yasin and we have reached verse number 74 verse number 74 قال الله تعالى واتخذوا من دون الله الهه لعلهم ينصرون And they have taken besides Allah, Aliha, gods, hoping that they might be helped by those so-called gods. They have taken besides Allah. What's apparent is that they didn't take what's apparent is that they didn't take Allah as God, but they took these gods besides him and they left the Uluhiya Godship of Allah Azawajal. Although they they those whom are referred to uh, seek Allah in Godship and seek others besides him in that but what is the point of evidence? What is the point of benefit in, in the saying of Allah here, min dunillah, besides Allah? This is because if some take Allah for Godship and then take others besides Him, it is as if They are in a state in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves them for that which they had taken besides Him. This is clear in the hadith, in the hadith al-Qudusi, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَنَا أَغْنَى الشُّرَكَ عَنِ الشِّرْكِ مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلًا أَشْرَكَ فِيهِ مَعْيَ غَيْرِ I am the one, and this is reported in Sahih Muslim, I am the one who does not stand to have a partner, and so whoever does something for me and for other than me, I will leave him to whom he took as a partner with me. The point of evidence, I will leave him to whom he took as a partner with me. Now, the term that came in this verse also, Aliha, God's plural, plural of Ilah, of God, and wal Ilah, bima'na ma'luh, Ilah takes the meaning of ma'luh, meaning worship. So therefore these 
for for now the one who take these idols as gods besides Allah bowing prostrating vowing to them so they offer them worship in the same way as they do with Allah Azza wa Jal why they take them as gods besides Allah hoping that they might be helped by these so called gods and in fact they do that for two reasons so that these so called gods intercede for them with Allah so that they will be saved from the punishment of Allah Azza wa in the hereafter because Allah stated this in Surah Az-Zumar 39 verse 3 Qala Allah Ta'ala illa zulfa So they take them as intercessors. Surely the religion is the worship and obedience is for Allah alone. And those who take awliya besides him say, we worship them only that they may bring us near to Allah. Also they take them as means of help at times of war and fighting. As in the case of Abu Sufyan before he accepted Islam in the battle of Uhud he took his god Hubal and he called and said A'lu Hubal prevail Hubal so he sought Hubal for help and was proud of it So they took these gods beside Allah for two reasons. Toward off that which they dislike and to hope to attain what they like. But is it really the case? Are they really helped by these so-called gods that they took besides Allah? Allah gave the answer in the next verse in surah, same surah, but verse 75.
Can you hear me then? Okay. I, I know I got the sound problem now, but inshallah you can hear me now? Can you hear me? Okay, there's a lag then. Okay. Still, please put one. Jay, alhamdulillah, five. So, can they really be helpful to them? Allah answered this in the next verse, in the same chapter. Allah Ta'ala, Allah the Most High, says, لا يستطيعون نصرهم وهم لهم جند محضرون لا يستطيعون نصرهم They cannot help them but they will be brought forward as a troop against those who worship them at the time of reckoning These gods which they took besides Allah so as to help them cannot help them in this life nor in the hereafter and this was evident when they used to in some cases used to take these stones which they worshipped worshipping them besides Allah go to the trees and worship them besides Allah and whenever they needed for needed wood they would cut these trees and use them for fire so the trees could not help themselves so how could it then be helpful to others this is impossible that these idols that they worshipped could give them help and that's why on the day of resurrection they will be all in hell as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-anbiya 21 98 إِنَّكُمْ وَمَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ حَصَبُ جَهَنَّمَا أَنْتُمْ لَهَا وَارِدُونَ Certainly you disbelievers and that which you worshipping now besides Allah are but fuel for hell. Surely you will enter it. So those who accepted to be worshipped and they were pleased with that, they will be with them in hell. And had these been gods, they would not have gone to or entered hell. This is like the saying of Allah in Surah Al-Ahqaf, chapter 46, verses 5 and 6. وَمَنْ أَضَلُّ مِمَّنْ يَدْعُوا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ مَنْ لَا يَسْتَجِيبُ لَهُ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ وَهُمْ عَنْ دُعَائِهِمْ غَافِلُونَ وَإِذَا حُشِرَ النَّاسُ كَانُوا لَهُمْ أَعْدَاءً وَكَانُوا بِعِبَادَتِهِمْ كَافِرِينَ And who is more astray than one who calls, invokes besides Allah such as will not answer him till the day of resurrection and who are even unaware of their calls, invocation to them and when mankind are gathered they, the false deities, will become enemies for them and will deny their worshipping so they are heedless in this life. Those objects of worship are heedless. They can't help them. And on the day of, the, on the day of the resurrection, they will be their enemies. 
these animate things which they took to worship. They will be their enemies and they will deny for them worshipping them. If someone says, well, there are people who, when they invoke the idol, or the dead, or etc., they attain what they look for, what they want, or they ward off something they hate or dislike. So, what's the answer to this? The answer, this is a fitna, affliction from Allah Azza wa Jal, a trial. Allah tries whomever He wishes from His slaves by that. And whatever occurs, did not occur, whatever occurs, does not occur due to the invocation of the sanam of the idol. Rather, rather the trial is that it occurred when they invoked the idol. When they invoke the idol, it occurs. It is not occurring due to their invocation of the idol itself. Not by the idol, what's taking place from that which they sought. But it's taking place when they are calling as a trial and a test to them. And Allah Azza wa Jal, by His wisdom, may make the causes for sin easy for some to try with and to test with. So that it will become evident would the person holding from indulging in the sin be due to his fear from Allah or fearing Allah or due to his him being unable to refrain himself from it Look at the evidence for these things, vividly illustrated in the case of the companions. In Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 94, Ya ayyuhalladheena Allah will certainly make a trial of you with something in the matter of the game that is well within reach of your hands and your lances that Allah may test who fears Him unseen, in the unseen. Then whoever transgresses thereafter, for him there is a painful torment. So Allah tried the companions while they are in a state of ihram making the game within their reach.
easy to catch by their hands or by their arrows. So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tries, may test who fears him in the unseen and refrain himself therefore from taking the game. They didn't. They refrained because of them fearing Allah Azza wa Jal. Not because they were not able to reach the game. And also, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tried the children of Israel, when He forbade for them fishing on Saturday, on that day, on Saturday, Allah made fish in abundance, floating on the surface almost of the water. And on other than Saturday, it would not come. And this was a trial from Allah Azza wa Jal. But they were not, they could not hold, they were not patient for this trial. So they went dealing with Allah Azza wa Jal in an arrogant way, deceiving Allah. So they brought or initiated a trick and they plotted and they put the nets on Friday on the day of Friday preceding Saturday so when the fish came on Saturday it was caught in the tents and they did not pick it on Saturday rather they did that on Sunday so they went to tricks and deception so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned them monkeys, turned them monkeys, transformed them into monkeys. This group of the children of Israel. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 65. And indeed you knew those who amongst you who transgressed in the matter of the Sabbath. We said to them, be you monkeys, despised and rejected. So those who invoke other than Allah from the idols and these objects of worship to bring them benefits or word of harm from them are tried, tested. So harm is warded off from them and this and they attain the benefit. This is when they make the dua. This is when they make the dua, not by the dua. Not by the answering of this idol. This is certain. Because these objects of worship cannot help themselves. Nor they can help others. Or bring good or word of harm. Allah stated, لا يستطيعون نصرهم. They could not help them. 
So these idols could not help them. But those who worship them give victory to the idols and to the objects of worship and become soldiers to them. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated about Ibrahim in Surah Al-Anbiya in chapter 21, verse 68. حَرِّقُوهُ they said burn him and then the point of evidence and help your gods if he will be doing so they worship that which is of no benefit to them yet they try to help these objects of worship defending them so there is defect from two angles here they give help to these objects of worship and these idols and defend them. And the second, they give help to something which is of no benefit to them. Something that cannot help them. And it's often that the person with sound intellect gives help to the one who benefits him. The benefits of this verse. The benefits of this verse. Number one. The first benefit is that it is correct to give a title of quote God. to other than Allah. To use the term God to other than Allah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated here, min They took besides Allah Aliha. Aliha from Ilah, from God, the one who is worshipped. But are these gods true? The answer is not. They are false. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that clear in Surah Al-Hajj in 22, verse 62. That is because Allah, He is the truth. The only true God of all that exists. And what they, the mushriks, the polytheists, invoke besides Him is batil, is falsehood. So, even though they call these objects as gods, and they worship them as they worship Allah Azza wa Jal, this does not make them truly gods. As Allah also stated in Surah Al-Najm, verse 23. In 
sound, no problem. Let's wait a little bit, please, until this goes away. We continue the explanation of Surah Yasin and we have reached the benefits of the uh, verse number 74 and 75. The first benefit is the permissibility and correctness to say that um, the term God on objects of worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Allah the Most High called them gods as in this verse وَاتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ آلِهَا however these gods are futile and false because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Hajj in chapter 22 verse 62 that is because Allah is the truth and what they invoke besides him is batil is falsehood and also even if they call these objects gods and they worship them as they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then this does not make them make these objects true gods because Allah stated in Surah Al-Najm chapter 53 verse 23 إِنْ هِيَ إِلَّا أَسْمَاءٌ سَمَّيْتُمُوهَا أَنْتُمْ وَآبَاؤُكُمْ مَا أَنْزَلَ اللَّهُ بِهَا مِنْ سُلْطَانٍ They are but names which you have named you and your fathers for which Allah has sent down no authority they follow but a guess and that, that which they themselves desire From the benefits of this verse, 3, those who took these objects and these idols as gods were under delusion, were under the delusion that they could help them. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nullified this by saying, لا يستطيعون نصرهم لا يستطيعون نصرهم They could not help them. 
and from the benefits is that the person who are on who is on falsehood try to cling with certain excuses to justify their falsehood or his falsehood and in our case here they were hoping for their help لَعَلَّهُمْ يُنصَرُونَ that they can help them and this is also true concerning the people of innovation they try to cling to certain things which they think that these things help them to justify their falsehood and from the benefits is that these objects and these gods whom they had set beside Allah for worship cannot help their worshippers and if you say don't they seek refuge in these gods and sometimes they are helped and the answer is yes this is possible but as explained earlier this is imtihan wa fitna this is testing and trials testing and trial and that this help occurred at but not by these objects and there's difference between the thing occurring at or due to or by so the cause behind this help is the fitna is the affliction is the trial it's not the invocation of these objects and these idols such that these idols responded because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Ahqaf as we mentioned earlier in 46 in chapter 46 and verse 5 وَمَنْ أَضَلُّ مِمَّنْ يَدْعُوا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ مَنْ لَا يَسْتَجِيبُ لَهُ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامِ وَهُمْ عَنْ دُعَائِهِمْ غَافِلُونَ And who is more astray than one who calls and walks besides Allah, such as will not answer him till the day of resurrection, and who are even unaware of their calls and vocations to them. And from the benefits is that those worshippers defend the objects of worship. And this reflects their foolishness in the sense that they ask help from the one who cannot help and then they end up defending them also how come one gives help to something or someone that cannot help him and gain no benefit from and this verse therefore verse 75 when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وَهُمْ لَهُمْ جُنْدٌ مُحْضَرُونَ is evidence upon the foolishness or for the foolishness of those worshippers 
that they give victory and they give help to these, oid- these idols and these objects of worship, yet these objects do not help them and could not help them. And this, therefore, concludes the explanation of these verses 74 and 75 of Surah Yasin. Inshallah, we continue the rest later. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.